Here we go. All right, the poison, the poison for Cusco, the poison chosen specially to kill Cusco, Cusco's poison. Ow. On a scale of one. Ow. On a scale. Ah. On a scale. Ow. On a scale of one to ten. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate your pain? Hello and welcome to Behind the Dreams Podcast. My name is Jordan Wiegand and I have my sister. Christian Algaier. And this is Behind the Dreams Podcast. We talk all things Disney, the video games, the movies, the TV shows, theme parks, uh, anything Disney. We will talk about it. Alright, so today is, uh, we're recording this on July 8th here. Uh, did you do anything interesting with uh, that was Disney related in the past week? Nope. I'll tell you something interesting I did Disney related. Okay. What? I forgot to post the next round of our Walt Disney World Cup. <laughs> so that was something Disney related I did in, over the week. That you didn't do, you mean? Yeah, I guess that I didn't do. Um, yeah, so that will be up this weekend. Uh, or tomorrow, whatever, Monday, Tuesday, somewhere around there. And, um, we'll just, uh, postpone a week there, I guess. Uh, and it was working out so well, too. It was going to be done, like, a week or two after the World Cup, and now... I totally meant to ask you earlier in the week, too, and then I forgot. It, and it wasn't that I forgot, really. It was... I had just been, uh, so busy doing other stuff. Um, like I had to, uh, what were we, you know, Tuesday night was the night before 4th of July and uh, yeah, we, we had people over and then we had, um, uh, and then 4th of July, you know, I was busy, you know, it's the holiday. I was just kind of, I guess no excuse really. I was just lazy. And then, uh. <laughs> Truth comes out. Right. And then uh, Thursday was Ant-Man and the Wasp. So as soon as I got home, I had to edit my other podcast. And then I, like, finished that. And literally, it was finished uploading. We closed the computer and left. And then uh, Friday, I worked late. And uh, yesterday, we were doing something. Oh, we had a party and, and stuff like that, but to go to. So, just a lot going on this week. So, yeah. Uh, no, when you get to go the weekend, it goes so fast. Yeah, I know. I was, really felt like Saturday today, but it's, um, it's Sunday, and we have to go back to work tomorrow. Yuck. I go in a little later tomorrow, though, so it'll be by stay later. But. Yeah. So. It's a win-lose. Yeah. <laughs> there. Evens out. All right. Well, we are going to talk real Disney things now. Uh, all right. I know you had some uh, new desserts that we didn't get to get to last week, or it came out right after we signed off. Did you want to talk about that? Yep. So there is a... Um, new key lime float. It is um, 
like inspired, I guess you should say, I should say by Peter Pan. It's called the Peter Pan float. Um, it is. I always thought he flew. What? I said, I always thought he flew. Yeah. Instead of floating. Yeah. It's key lime ice cream and Sprite poured over it. And then it has a red chocolate feather in there. So when it's like that, it's supposed to look like his hat on top of it. Hmm. Um, so that's at Storybook Treats in Fantasyland, and that'll run you five dollars and forty nine cents. Yeah, and then they also added in the same location a Twinkie Sunday, which is a Twinkie and then vanilla ice cream, hot fudge sundae, and whipped cream, and that's five ninety nine. And where's that at? <laughs> Storybook Treats. Oh, okay. It's the one that's right in next the... to Winnie the Pooh. Oh, okay, that one, yeah. Which, I've actually never gotten anything from that place before. I always think of, when I hear storybook treats, I always think of storybook circus, so I'm thinking of, like, the big tent. Oh, but... yeah, yeah. I like going in there for snacks. But, um, so yeah, I haven't actually heard or read from anybody. I've seen a lot of people share that it's out now, but I haven't read anything as to people's opinions on the two treats. Are these things that you would get? Um, I would try the key lime one, because I like key lime pie. Um, Zach loves key lime stuff, so we'd probably try it, share one or something. I'm not spending five ninety nine on on a Twinkie Sunday though. Just that sounded like the good one. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like that, I feel like, I mean, really, you could just make it at home. Yeah. Buy Twinkie and plop some ice cream on there. But I don't know. I don't. I've never been a big Twinkie person either. So, what? So, what would you? You would only try that one. I mean, I would probably try both of them, but I'm not paying that much for them. I don't know. It just seems like they're trying to do like weird desserts there now, like the churro ice cream sandwich. And well, that's a big thing in Disneyland, though, isn't it? Like all the different. They have lots of different. I don't know. I kind of like that they're doing all of that though, because. I like the idea of having different treats or desserts there that you won't find anywhere else. <laughs> I guess, but they're just not, like, simple. You know, like, Dole Whip is not something you get anywhere else, but it's simple. Nando's. You know? I mean, I guess, yeah, they actually have it at Nando's, yeah. Dole Whip. and you know where else <laughs> they have it? They have it at Menchie's. You know, like, the frozen yogurt place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have it in there. And then when we went to SeaWorld, they had a knockoff of it. It was definitely not sponsored by Dole, and it did not taste as good. Right, but the Nando's one is actually Dole. Yeah, yeah, and so is the one in Menchie's. But whatever one they had, it just had, like, pineapple, and they must have gotten word that it's, like, a big deal in Disney, you know, or right. saw and decided to add it. But they had, now they did have a dessert inside of a pineapple, which I think they have in, at the Hawaii Disney Resort. I think they have that. Where yeah. it's the Dole Whip inside of a real pineapple. Like, I like pineapple. Now, let me ask you this, because we were talking about this at work. Are you a person that puts pineapple on their pizza? Okay, so, I've never been a fan of it until we tried it. Well, I tried it. Zach's had it before. I tried it Last April, when we met up with friends, they had it, and it is pretty good, actually. I can do it. Uh, I'm somebody I... that needs them separate, man. I, I feel like it's an abomination being on pizza. <laughs> I w- 
say I'd ever crave it, like that I'd ask for it on there, but like if there was a piece laying around, I could do it. Right. We, we, um, me and this kid at work, we agreed that we are, uh, plain cheese on pizza with the occasional pepperoni sometimes, but, See, uh, I, you know what I really no like, but it has to be from a good place, bacon on my pizza. Nah, no, no but thanks. they have to have it fully cooked. I've gotten some where the bacon's still kind of like chewy and I don't really like that. Not on my pizza. Mm-hmm. But, All right, moving on to, to the next. Yeah, I don't have any other. We already talked about the churro ice cream last week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit of news. Uh, I heard that the uh, report here is that the uh, construction has begun on Japan's new table service restaurant at Epcot. So that is currently uh, being worked on. Okay, so somebody, because I haven't been able to see it yet, but somebody has shared on one of the Disney groups that I'm in um, video of them. uh, Part of the World of Disney store has opened back up. Not all of it is complete, and they're not having the grand, like, I guess grand opening, you could say, um, until fall. But they did take video of inside of it. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, like, did you see enough in the pictures that I sent you? I'm kind of sad because it took away the... All the character? Yes. Like, all the Disney-ness of it. There's no longer the characters hanging from the ceiling. And, like, that fun... To me, the World of Disney Store was always one of those things that made me feel like... It was It was just like walking down Main Street for me. You know what well, I mean? Well, it was like, one of those things where, like, when we got to there and we didn't get to go to the park right away, you know, you go to downtown Disney and you would go into the World of Disney and it felt like that was the first time you were at Disney. You know, right. On the trip. So now, for anybody who hasn't seen any pictures or hasn't been there, it it looks exactly like a lot of the other stores in Disney Springs. It's all brick, and I want to say more like warehouse looking. I, I don't know yeah. how to explain it. Is that what you would say? I wouldn't know if I would say warehouse. It just looks like, you know, lots of wooden beams, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, exposed beams that you're seeing. Uh, and brick walls. And brick walls, much. yeah. I mean, it looks, just looks very, like Disney Springs, yeah. Now, in one thing, it's very open. Like, it's not as cut off as the old setup used to be, where it was, like, separated by rooms. But at the I same like time, I kind yeah. of liked that anyway. But, I mean, I liked how each room was a different kind of theme, in right. a sense. Or, like, had different... Um, merchandise yeah but yeah i mean it is very open now so that's kind of good i mean for those who care about that all right if you're done lamenting about how uh world disney used to be yeah i'm just sad (laughs) aren't you sad uh yeah i mean i can kind of still get that when i go to the disney store here because they have characters (laughs) all over the wall yeah. In the ceilings, but um, and it's been a while since I've been it. been a while since I've been down there, so it probably won't hit me until I actually walk in there. But yeah, uh, but we got some news. Uh, it looks like Walt Disney World news today broke a story about the Hollywood, I mean Hollywood Studios, uh, Star Wars Land, and how the hotel connects to it. Um, so that was permits here. So it looks like the hotel. Have, would have a direct pathway for guests 
to walk into a special entrance to the park, which would put guests between the Millennium Falcon and Battle Escape attractions. Um, huh. Yeah, so it doesn't look like... Uh, now, they said it looks like it might only have valet-only parking. Due to the really? permits. Due to the permits that are filed, but, I mean, that's not confirmed or anything. People are still letting off fireworks in the neighborhood behind us. It's really annoying me. <laughs> that's, uh, that sucks. Yeah, it's, uh, it's July 8th. It's time to move on from that. Oh. Um, yeah, then I just have some uh, movie news. Uh, they have... Uh, um, Carrie Russell is in talks to be in Star Wars Episode Nine. Uh, she's worked with J.J. Abrams in his show Felicity and um, yeah. on okay. uh, Mission Impossible 3, I think it was. It was one of the ones that J.J. Abrams directed for the Mission Impossible franchise. She was in that movie as well. So they probably have a good working relationship there. So um, looks like she might be... They didn't say if it was going to be a good, uh, you know, um, good girl, bad girl uh, situation, which one it is. They just... You know, uh, apparently it's going to have some fight scenes uh, where she'll need to be active in those. So, looking forward to that because I think she's a great actress. And be, uh, I always like when they add in new characters, you know. So, I'm excited to see what she'll be. Yeah, she hasn't been in much. She hasn't been Late. in much? She's been in a Late. lot. Huh? Lately. She's in The Americans, the TV show on FX. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you know she's really married to the guy from that show? I did not know that. Yeah, I just saw that, and I was trying to think of what else I've seen him in. Mm -hmm. But, actually, okay, so they might not be married. It just says partner. I don't know if that means... That means they're just, like, dating. Okay. But, yeah, they've been together since 2013. Wow. Welcome, everybody, to the that. Americans podcast, <laughs> where we talk in we depth. We started watching that, but I forgot. That's funny in-depth analysis of their personal lives. Uh, <laughs> try to see if we can get Carrie Russell on our show that has ten listeners. Um, uh, and uh, other news, Ant-Man makes it 20 for 20 for Marvel Studios. Uh, that's 20 straight films out of 20 films where they start the weekend at number one. Wow. Yeah. So uh, that takes number one this week with 70-some million uh, there. And uh, which uh, the first Ant-Man opened up with 57 million. So it's an increase from that, you know, lower than some of the other Marvel films. Uh, but these are smaller budget films, too, for Ant-Man. Um, so it still turns a pretty big profit. Yeah. And uh, of Incredibles... Incredibles number two, Incredibles two, is uh, number two in the box office. So Disney with the two top spots with Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, and third. So Incredibles keeps on rolling. About a month, almost a month after that came out. So. Wow. Yeah, pretty impressive. Uh, I think it, they said it's already grossed more than every Fantastic Four film combined. Every what? Every Fantastic, Fantastic Four film combined. Incredibles 2 is already outgrossed. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
crazy. But that also shows what, you know, Fox hasn't made a good Fantastic Four film. Yeah. Um, and really, those movie, a lot of those movies were made before the big increase in, in box office for the uh, superhero films, too. Or else uh, I think they would probably make more now if they were good. So we'll see if Disney gets their hands on it. Um, you know, they're supposed to be closing that uh, deal near the end of July, I think, with Fox. Um, the shareholder meeting uh, for Fox is later on this month, I think. So, uh, But that's really it for our news um, today. Have you... Um, I know what the answer is here, but tell the listeners, have you gone and watched Ant-Man and the Wasp yet? No. Uh, I just saw it on Thursday. I really enjoyed it. I, I think it was actually probably better than the first Ant-Man. Really? But, uh, yeah, it was really funny. It was really funny. But um, different, I would say different style of humor than a lot of the Marvel films. Uh, where it's not, it's not all just, like, a lot of quips and, you know, oh. uh, sarcasm. It's a lot of, uh, I don't know, I feel like, this is the one they try to market. This is their big family-friendly uh, franchise, uh, I think. Yeah, I mean, because he's, he's a dad, you know, and, um, you know, it, it, not a lot of, like, there's probably no dirty jokes in, in, in that one, really. Um, and not a lot of crass humor, either, so it was really enjoyable. Um... You know, Paul Rudd's great in everything he does, so... Yeah. I love that guy. Um, and Evangeline Lilly from Lost. So, yeah. Um, that's a, my favorite TV show, so, you know, I gotta... It's just awesome to see that uh, she's... Even though it's, like, almost ten years later now, eight years later, she's kind of being in some more uh, roles. Well, it's a good... It's a pretty good role, not just, like, a... Oh, yeah, yeah, because she, I mean, she's co-lead in this one. Right, you know? right. And, um, yeah, it was really good. Man, I'm not going to say anything else, really, but the end credit scenes. I've heard that there's, really like, good. two. Yeah, there is. There's one in the middle and one at the very end. Oh, okay. Uh, like, like, a lot of their movies have done that recently, where they have two. But, um... Yeah, the the first scene, really good. And uh, speaking of which, I was just texting Logan uh, earlier, because he's seen it. Uh, I was just texting Logan earlier uh, today here, right before we got on. And I think I'm going to have him on. I might try to see if I can get Matt on as well. Um, around the end of July or mid-August... Um, that is when Infinity War comes on digital, July 31st, and August 14th for um, Blu-ray. And I think what we're going to do is a a Avengers 4 preview sort of thing, where we uh, theorize oh, uh-huh. uh, what's to come. And using all 20 movies now <laughs> as a basis of why we think that and, you know... Um, but I think that's what we're going to set out to do because I think that's, uh, he, he just recently got into the movies. Um, Logan. Logan. Yeah. He just watched all of them. I think in like 
a week during, I think after the first or second week of Infinity War coming out, he watched like all of them in a week, and then went and saw Infinity War before he came so out he for the wedding. Seen a lot of them, or he hadn't seen any of them. He had seen Iron Man one back when really? that came out. That was it. I mean, he he watched all the way up to Avengers one uh, during before he came down for his second program. And he was enjoying them then, but I think it just, uh, you know, kind of got away from him at that time. You know, because then you're down there doing that, and then he moved and lived down there, you know, and then had to get a job and, you know, kind of sort life out. And then, uh, you know, he was done, he was almost done school at that point. I think he was going to try to watch them over the summer, and then he just kind of breezed through them in a weekend, really, and was pretty much done. And then went and saw him. So, uh, yeah, we're definitely going to have him on. I'm going to see if maybe I can have Matt on. I, I just don't want to have as many people on as I had for the Star Wars show because that was a mess. Um, it was a mess. So I might even do, like, if I do have Matt on, it might just be us three talking about it. Or I might do, like, me and Logan for a little bit, then me switching over to Matt and me for a bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and just stitch the episode together. Huh? I think you should do three of you because I think you should have more than just two people discussing at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. then Matt's not getting Logan's and not able, those two aren't able right. to react to each other in a sense. Right. That's, you know true. I mean? That's true. I'll have to see if there's a time where we can all record at the same time. That's the problem with his schedule uh, currently, Matt. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't have anything else. Do you, did you have anything? A uh, question, maybe, or can we create a question up <laughs> here? Because uh, um, kind of a short episode. Well, I had two other things. Yeah. Okay. Um. So the one was, you know, the Winnie the Pooh, Dooney and Burke is coming. Oh, that's right. And then, I mean, I don't have much to say about that. Yeah, that's all. That's it. <laughs> um, and then. The fact of for Florida residents, they are, and it's effective July 9th, they oh, are bringing what they're calling a Florida resident select annual pass, um, and they have it, what well, says it's available July 9th, which is tomorrow, but they haven't really released super, a lot of information on it. So from what I read is, it's like $439. And you can get into Magic Kingdom 325 days out of the year. Which ones, I'm not really sure. That's what I mean by they haven't released a lot of information. And there's 175 days of the year that you can get into all four parks. Now, I don't know if that means that there's times, like, that you might be able to get into Epcot 200 days. I'm not really sure. But... I know that you can at least get into all four of them 175 days of the year and Magic Kingdom 325. Um, now, compared to what the Silver Pass is, which is the same price, price, there's a lot of people that are saying that that's still a better deal because you can basically get into all four parks 275 days of the year. So, yeah, you're like out of Magic Kingdom 50 days less, but you're in all the parks 100 days more, so it seems like a better deal. But there's also people that are scared or skeptical that they'll cut out the Silver Pass for us, and 
you know, make us do the select. So who knows? But they're also offering the option for the summertime starting tomorrow um, because our passes don't start back up until August 10th. So for anybody who has the silver pass, they're offering a $89 for the next month, basically, so that you could get in now versus waiting until August 9th. So it's an $89 upgrade per pass. Which isn't really worth it to me. Here's a question I have. Can you get a regular annual pass if you're a Florida resident? Or are you stuck with Florida resident passes? Uh, you can, but I mean, like, it's a, it's cheaper to get. Right, but you're also, I get that it's cheaper, but I'm just saying, like, you're, you're blocked out. No, no, I mean, like, they have Florida resident passes that don't have blackouts. Oh, okay, well, those would be the ones I would get. But they're cheaper. I mean, yeah, like, cheaper than... The regular, no, so, I was just saying to avoid all the blackout stuff for me. Yeah, but like for us, I don't know. Like especially now, even when we went to SeaWorld the other day, you don't want to go in the summertime because it is so hot. And then it's so crowded. But so our blackouts are from June 2nd, I think is what it was. June 2nd to August 9th. And then the two weeks of Christmas time. We don't have any blackouts during Thanksgiving. And then we have like two weeks around Easter. But then, but see, for us, we don't really go. If if there was a year that we really wanted to go around one of those holidays, I would do it for that year only. But to consistently do it, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. But they also, so we are the Silver Pass. If you go up to the gold pass, they have the same exact blackout dates as ours, but they include a um, magic maker, photo pass, whatever the heck Memory thing you maker, want. Memory yeah. cons- They add that. So that's where the price difference is for that. And then you go up to uh, gold? No, silver, gold, platinum. And then there's a Platinum Plus. So then I think Platinum is no blackouts, and Platinum Plus is no blackouts and water parks and whatever else. But, I mean, there's a pretty hefty price jump in all of those, so. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. And I think, it. I think though, it does work out that if we wanted to do the pass that got us into, like, everything the whole year long... I think it works out better for us to do it through the DVC. I think it comes out cheaper. Hmm. So anyway, I think that's it. I don't think there's any other things. Okay. Uh, Did you want to try to come up with a quick question? Oh, yeah, you said that. I mean, I don't know. You seem really um, not a fan of my groom, groom, like, sad question last week. (laughs) (laughs) The groom question? Is that what you call it? But yeah, like uh, grim. No, no, the, the, uh, yeah, well, you were asking me which one I would bring back to life, and, uh, sorry I was honest and said none. Um, uh, no, but I mean, did you actually have one that would, uh, that, like, you had seen, uh, that would be one, or do we have to come up with one on the fly? I'm just trying to think of something, because I kind of liked how that question was last week, because it was different than, like, what's your favorite this, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, we can do, th- how about if we do three would you rather questions? Okay. 
<laughs> okay, so the first one is, would you rather have a nose that grows every time you lie or have totally unmanageable ears? Like Dumbo, per se. Uh, probably the ears. I feel like I could manage the nose, so I'd say that. Mm, I don't know, because even when you have to white lie for, like, good reasons. Yeah, then everybody knows. Then everybody knows. Then there's no sense in white lying, I guess. Right, but sometimes you're doing it to not hurt people's feelings. Like, sometimes there's good white lies, you know? Yeah. Um, okay, would you rather live with seven messy men or three sassy women? So this is comparing the seven dwarfs to uh, the evil stepmother and stepsisters from Cinderella. What do they call them? Three what women? Sassy women. Fasty? Sassy. Oh, sassy. Um, oh, probably the seven messy men. I've, I've kind of lived with that on college programs, so that was... Uh... We had six of us in there in my second program. Um, I was the real tidy one. So, um, yeah, I've done it before. I'd say that. Uh, I don't like yeah, sass. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that, too, because at least you can kind of, like, clean that up and deal with it. You can't really adjust somebody's attitude. Right. Um. Oh, okay, so we're going to do two more instead of just one, because I saw the other one. Would you rather look after 101 well-behaved dogs or one out-of-control alien stitch? Uh, the 101 good dogs, because then I could just roll around <laughs> in the dogs and pet the dogs, and, you know, Stitch would pull out his other arms and probably pull his blasters out, like, no thanks. Uh, yeah, I think I'd say the much. dogs, because you never know what Stitch would get into. Right. Um, okay. Um, ha would you rather have Donald Duck's temper forever or permanently suffer from Goofy's cluelessness? <laughs> that's the best one. I know, that's why I was like, ooh, we're doing one more. <laughs> yeah, Joy saying I already have Donald's temper. Um, and, you know, I did, I just was watching cutscenes of Kingdom Hearts uh, Chain of Memories today because I got tired of trying to finish that game because of the stupid battle system and that spinoff game. So I was like I, like I was literally just wasting time like grinding levels every so often and the next game comes out in six months and I was like I am just going to watch the rest of this one so I can move on to the enjoyable Kingdom Hearts 2. And so I got my good fill of Goofy and Donald today. Um, and I love both of them so much. Uh, you know, that, you know, that's something that's interesting is, um, expanding this question while, uh, talking, rambling on so I can think of an answer, but entertaining people at the same time. So, <laughs> uh, watching, you know, like I, I love Donald, right? Especially classic Donald with the white hat and the longer beak, but I really love Donald and his temper. It's great. I like Goofy and his, his cluelessness is putting it nicely, I would say. Uh, <laughs> um, but it's funny how, like, I love that whole... It's really hard for me to pick, like, favorites out of the out of those three when you go Mickey, Donald, and Goofy. I think Mickey is my favorite in that case. But there's times I really love Donald, and there's times I really love Goofy. It's really hard to pick. And it's like, how good were they of making, like, three solid characters... 
that not only were like like Donald and and I mean he started off in the wise little hen, but then he kind of became like a Mickey like in Mickey shorts, right? Uh-huh. Goofy uh, you know started being in Mickey shorts, but then they were able to expand those into their own shorts. Right where they could carry everything themselves. Now where Donald and his whole family pretty much carry a whole TV show in Ducktales with Huey, Dewey, Louie, Uncle Scrooge, um, and, and and him being in there occasionally. Like and Goofy had Goof Troop with Max. He's had his own movie. Right. Like right. they started off as just like really like side characters, and then became like where they're able to hold everything on their own, and they base all these cartoons and movies around them. Like, I don't know of anything else that's like that, because even, like... I, I guess the closest thing is Looney Tunes, right? Yeah, yeah. You have Bugs Bunny. Sometimes maybe Daffy's in a Bugs Bunny cartoon, but Daffy has his own set of cartoons, and, you know, um, Falkhorn Leghorn has his own set, and Sylvester and Tweety, and, you know, all these that might link up on some episodes... But really, that's the only one that comes close to how Disney was, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. But but I think the thing about that is, I feel like the Looney Tunes are more one-note characters than Donald, Goofy, and Mickey. I, I think, and maybe like back in the short eras, though, the they were probably more one-note than they are now. But the thing is, they've been fleshed out in all of these other medias. Where they now have, like, you know, their own families. And, like, nobody talks about Bugs's nephews. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, or uh, Daffy's yeah. nephews. You know what I'm saying? Like, closest thing is probably Tiny Toon Adventures. But I don't think they were related. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and uh, and then to actually get around to your question, I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I was just saying, just thinking how amazing it is that, you know, they were able to create all these characters that, um, and it, really, well, these were the second set, because, you know, Clarabelle, Clarabelle and Horace, um, were like the first set of friends that just didn't really cut it, and, you know, and then they get Goofy and Donald. Well, and like I said, like, they're all such different characters, you know what I mean? Like, right. they have their own personality and stuff. Um, uh, I think... Oh, yawning. I think I'd have to go with Goofy's cluelessness, though. That's what I would say. Because I feel like then you just don't know. Right, right. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, anger, like, that would rile me up. Probably have a heart attack if I had his temper. <laughs> but if you look at, like, Goofy's cluelessness, like, there's times where, like, you know, you care about what people think, but, like, Goofy doesn't because he doesn't, he's clueless. He doesn't care. Right. You know, he doesn't right. think about it that much, you know? Well, think about Pete this, He is like, a jerk to him, and Goofy just wants to be friends with Pete. You know, that's the thing. That's, like, it right yeah, there. Yeah, and I was going to say, he's, like, innocent. And right. you're having a temper like Donald would stress you out. But you wouldn't stress out about anything because you'd be so clueless if you are Goofy. Right, you're so go happy-go-lucky yeah. as Goofy. But yeah, I think that's probably the that's probably the best answer. <laughs> and that was the best question too. Um, yeah. Because that one really made me think. The other ones is like, okay, I just don't want to have to deal with an alien. Like that's fine, you know. Like, <laughs> um, and I don't want to live with three sassy women. So. 
All right, yeah. well, I think that's pretty much our episode. Not a lot of news this week. Um, didn't really want to go too much in Ant-Man and the Wasp so people can go see it and because you haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll get, like, that's why I was telling the listeners, you know, all five of them, I was telling them about <laughs> getting Logan and Matt on so that way if they are interested in uh, hearing our thoughts because we will talk extensively about Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, in that part as well. Um and how that links with Infinity War and Avengers 4. So, don't have to wait too long. Alright, where can people find you at? Um, on Instagram at Adventures, A-L-G-U-I-R-E Adventures, and you can follow our podcast at Behind the Dreams Podcast on Instagram. And you? Yep, you can find your podcast, uh, Twitter at BT Disney Podcast. And I think that's it. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back uh, next week. And hopefully I don't forget to add the the uh, the voting for the, for the things this week. Yeah, for the Walt Disney World Cup. Um, I even forgot what the matchups are, so I'm going to have to take a look at that. I'm a terrible podcast showrunner. Okay, and this was <laughs> Behind the Dreams Podcast, and we'll catch you all next week. Love battery. <laughs> See ya real soon. <laughs> <laughs>